Here we go. In three, two, one. Hey there, guys. It's the Not A Competition Podcast with your host, Sean Brady, and my co-host, Mr. Maru Admu. <laughs> How's it going, Brady? Happy to be here. I'm not sure who is supposed to be on. Um, I, it was, that was tough to catch whose name that was, but I'm glad I'm here. Maru Aduma. Oh, my goodness. That's your name. That feels like a slur. I feel like if that was said in the MLB office, uh, someone would get called out for, like, you can't give people nicknames, and it would turn into a whole debacle. Professor Maru Abadu in the, in the studio recording his episode with us. Professor, how's your day been? Oh, my God, Professor. <laughs> Actually, I've been a professor. You've never been a professor. So if any of us is the professor, it's me. You could be the uh, King, King Maru Abadu. Okay, I can live with King. Uh, I didn't. I don't know if I was an official professor. I guess I wasn't, but I have spoken in front of kids before, trying to like teach them stuff. So I think that's like. I think everyone in the world has spoken in front of kids before. I hope. Yeah, like I'm talking about like a big ass presentation. They were uh, ooh a presentation. That's the- maybe like a full blown presentation. It was like a little off the cuff, but it was basically like um, <laughs> I was doing something for the National Flight Academy. I worked on like some flight sim missions, and I was supposed to mm-hmm. talk to kids about like why they should give a shit about STEM. And did you convince them? <laughs> How many scientists did you make? Oh my gosh! If I had a nickel for every scientist I made. I could pay off all of student debt. My man debt. would have three yeah. nickels. <laughs> all of student, not even your own. You're like the entirety of student Just student debt. debt. Like not just in America, in all countries. But I guess I don't know if other countries yes. have student debt. So could just be. Even the concept of it, you would pay. And it would just be so much money. They'd be like, we don't even talk about we, it. We, it would be like Bruno. We, were, we wouldn't talk about it. Um, <laughs> we'd have to update Webster's Dictionary and just like re- do a mass recall on dictionaries. It'd be a whole debacle, a whole kerfuffle. Mm. Yeah, yeah. A lot of work in there, but so much money that it would cover all. <laughs> but wow, okay. Um, great. That's good to hear. Good to hear that you talked in front of kids before, and you can be trusted around children. Always good to know. Damn right. Um, that's an important skill to have these days. But so we're not going to talk about right. me being around kids for this entire episode. Um, so what are we going to talk about? <laughs> I got to throw out all this paperwork. Oh my god. Um. So the draft just happened last week. We have been mostly doing um, Eurovision for all those that have been sticking with us during this off season. Right, right. Uh, but Eurovision, the, we had a couple slow weeks with NFL news. Yeah, before the draft. we did a couple like way too early rankings, and none of those matter now because like players have gotten moved, gotten drafted. Um, Oh, yeah. But so Eurovision is actually we're going to be doing another Eurovision probably next week, maybe the following week. <laughs> How to sneeze. Bless you, my Thank friend. you. Bless you. <laughs> I told you to get off all your sneezes before the podcast. I know. Why don't you ever? Listen? I know, I know. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so we're going to be doing like a Eurovision draft in the coming weeks where after all the semifinals, we're going to pick teams, um, Brady, myself, and then our significant others. Um, but we're not in the semifinal to finals time yet, so let's cover the draft. So, Right. There's a small window where that – where you know who's in the finals, and the finals hasn't happened yet. And it's like a two-day window. Which so is crazy. Draft has to... Don't you think they want to yeah. like build some hype? I don't I don't know. I, I was in this other league with my friend where he's like, oh, we're all picking people. And I didn't remember picking them that quickly and like all that. So I'm not sure if that's always how it is or what. But Could know. be a uh, COVID year. Just leave it at that. Where they just have to expedite the whole Could thing. Have been. 
So could have been, but like we said, a lot more bangers in that initial year, less bangers this year. But maybe we just got to hear them a few more times, see that live performance, feel the energy buzzing through your veins. Oh my god, I hope nothing along those lines. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so what are we talking about? Yeah, so the draft. Um, but before the draft, I figured there's a couple trades that were kind of related to the draft. Um, Mm -hmm. a big ticket one is. Hollywood Brown going to the Cardinals. Um, yeah, I don't even know what he got traded Not really for. Really looking for Lamar to throw anything. Yeah, and so I feel like it was picks. I feel like it was a pick. I think it was a pick. I can't remember what pick. I think maybe a second, maybe a. I want to say it's a third. A third. I didn't want to do him thir- dirty and say just a third, but <laughs> could have been. I feel like it might have been. So okay, because I think people were like, "What the fuck? Why would you do that? That's crazy." Which is crazy because yeah. I feel like he he's like good pals with your quarterback. Um, I feel like he was the only wide receiver I can name on the Ravens. Because, uh, like, what is that team going to do now? Yeah. It's just Mark Andrews. Uh, they and have Rashad Bateman. I thought he was a running back. No. You're thinking of Dob- Dobbins? J.K. Dobbins. J.K. Dobbins. Famous author of Harry Potter. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so Hollywood Brown. I What? Go. Yeah, no, no. You I'm go. going okay. So Hollywood Brown, I mean, I had him in fantasy last two years. Last year he was like definitely mm-hmm. more of a boom. Previous year more of a bust, um, but, but still right. a little inconsistent. So I'm just ah. Yeah, he was inconsistent towards the end. He was really good in the beginning, and he dropped off a little as the season went on last. Because they were just like force feeding Mark Andrews. So like, hey guys, what's the formula to winning? Is like Mark Andrews. It turns out he's pretty good. You had him too, though, right? I did. I had him in a different league. But, yeah, so Mark Andrews, um, I think this is good for Mark Andrews, but just, like, I, I don't know. I just don't know what that offense is going to look like. Does he like. get doubled more now, or you think? No? I don't know. I, I heard some. I don't think so. I heard some good, like, reasoning for this being, like, they have, they took Hollywood Brown in the draft. I think they, like, took Hollywood Brown. Maybe they took Hollywood Brown as a third round pick had him for four years at good production or three years or whatever it is and then once his rookie contract was like turning over they get rid of him and returned him for basically a third round pick again so they just like rented him and now they're back with the third round pick and they could pick up another wide receiver at an earlier pick and see what they could do with him or something and i'm like okay you like kind of got your return on the years that you had him you got what you paid for him back and then you you can use an you could pick a first round wide receiver and it's like is he going to be better than Hollywood Brown? First round pick. Like? It was a first round pick. Oh, they traded a first for him. Yeah, they sent. Uh, I was looking up the oh, details. So that's great. Cardinals sent pick number twenty three for Hollywood Oof. Brown and a third. Okay, sounds great. But I think you're like you said. It was um they basically drafted him in that same window because I remember that he was a first round pick when they drafted him like in the same window. Oh, okay, so maybe that's what it was. Um, that first round for for the first round. Yeah, and now you're like, and then they get a three. You're not paying him because he's gonna want to get paid. Um, mm-hmm. so it's just like now you just draft a replacement if you're the Baltimore Ravens and you're like, okay, cool, we keep up this cycle. But I would just think, right? If you think Lamar is the guy. Uh, you know, don't you want to like try to keep his best wide receiver happy? Does that matter? Does that not matter? When you look at like what he's done over the last two years, you're saying he had a bust year and a boom year, and even in his boom year, he was inconsistent. 
Is it worth the money? I get I get the the uh, QB relationship with the wide receiver is good, and then also by getting rid of him, you may hurt your your team's relationship with your QB, which is detrimental. Um, but if you think you can get the same, if not better, production out of uh, a, a different a drafted wide receiver, then um, why pay the extra money? I guess. Yeah, and you're just like, you don't really give a shit about that chemistry. And it's like they're not even a big team where it's like a great wide receiver matters because it's just, right. you know, they're definitely like a I also first. argue, is he a great wide receiver? Ooh. You know, like is he even in the talk? I wouldn't call him a top 10 wide receiver. Not you? a top 10, but I think if we're looking, I think he could be a, a wide receiver one on like half the teams out there. Yeah. I think so. Maybe that means like that's top sixteen, but like maybe even not top sixteen. Excuse me, because you could think like, like for the Eagles, like they have Devonta Smith and AJ Brown. That's some foreshadowing. Um, so you have Devonta above him, Devonta Smith. You think? I think Devonta Smith's above him, but I think like he's still good. Or like Bengals. Bengals are a great example, right? Like, Bengals have T. Higgins, who I feel like is probably yeah. about the same as a Hollywood Brown. And it's like, I think T. Higgins... Could, if T. Higgins goes to, like, the Texans... I guess they have Brandon Cooks. If T. Higgins goes to... I'm thinking about wide receivers and like in, around the league. Let's, I think... I honestly think, like, there's some comparable... Like... If he goes to the Giants, often, he's the number have, one guy. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Giants don't have a lot going on. Where they got Tony and that's it. Uh, um, but, like, if he goes to Dolphins, it's like you got Waddle and you got Hill now. So it's like, okay, I don't know that you're necessarily the number one guy there. So, like, I I feel like there's – he's probably a 20 to 30 for me. Um, maybe even past 30. Maybe 20 to 35, somewhere in that range. Um and he's inconsistent. I don't know. It's like Seahawks got two wide receivers better than them, and they don't even have a QB. So, like, and maybe Lockett's not better than him. Maybe they're very similar, like, with their ups and downs. But uh, Lockett's been doing it more years, and, and Hollywood Brown has, like, one year of that kind of production. But, uh, yeah, I don't know that it's – I don't know that it's that, that crazy, really. But I think they could find a replacement with – I and mean, maybe they already feel like they have. Maybe they're like, you like Bateman better than him already. Mm, maybe, and they're like, they already like him. Sure, Bateman or whatever. Yeah. All right, so that's... And they're like, well, let's get him more as, like, the key guy and surround him with a... Because maybe, maybe, and I don't know, wide receivers fill different holes, you know what I mean? So there's slots and there's, like, your outside guys. But even in just outside guys, there may be um, different settings. You know, like a guy who's, like, a burner... Or a guy who's like big and tall and wants to jump and stuff. Maybe they feel like Hollywood and uh, Bateman are like similar wide receivers. They got Bateman for another few years with less money. They feel like they're close in talent, um, but Bateman hasn't had a chance to shine because Hollywood fills a similar role and he's been the guy they lean on. So they're like, we'll lean on Hollywood this year and then get a complimentary wide receiver in the draft. I don't know uh, what their plan was with the trade, but I don't think they're necessarily like. I don't think it's a crazy trade. Like, they're just throwing away 
a, a amazing wide receiver for nothing or something. But mm-hmm. no, they got the value. They got the first round pick. You get like the the cycle continues. But I was just surprised by this. I I wouldn't have thought they got a first round pick for Hollywood Brown to be honest. disrespectful to him. But there's a I, I don't think he's worth the first round. Like you know, like it's hard for people to get first rounds for other players who have been other wide receivers who have been traded this year. So like trying to get the first four because wasn't it like they were having trouble with the jets like convincing the jets to give up the 10 for debo samuel i think in the end the jets offered it and it just wasn't taken but like debo samuel feels much more worth a first round pick than hollywood brown to me Mm. so interesting like debo i almost want to see do it more but i guess like you like hollywood brown is kind of the same right like they both had like yeah, they're very similar. Like, Debo had a great, great year last year. And it's like, before that, it's like, I never right. remember hearing Debo's name. I've heard of him before that, but it was more like a fringe guy, not like a, uh, um, like the talent he was last year. And you don't know that he will be that in the future either, I guess. It's just that, like, Debo was, like, crazy good last year. And Hollywood Brown was, like, I'd argue even crazy good to start the season, but, like bland to end the season so like i don't think i think even if they each have one year of like performance devo's performance was better uh in that year um but yeah i don't know it's hollywood brown man who would have thunk it who wanna but it's a great segue because the cardinals who just acquired hollywood brown um just lost deandre hopkins he suspended six games uh, took some PEDs. I imagine, like, while he was, like, rehabbing, maybe, like, slipped a little something in to help him from his injury. He said he was confused about They it. always are. Like, he's like... Yeah, they always are. Yeah, and you never know if they're telling the truth, but this guy, he seemed to be like, I watch what I eat, and I don't know how this could have happened. But he also, like, took responsibility for it and, like, was like, I'm sorry this to my teammates and stuff. So I was like, that's a pretty good way to handle it. He could be lying and know exactly how it happened. He knows exactly how it I think it's a good way to handle it to like still not just be like, this is an outrage. I don't know how this happens. But to like address like, sorry that it did happen to like the people he's letting down. Yeah. I I think he knows how it happened. But so it'll be interesting like how the Cardinals, because like the Cardinals were bad without him at the end of last year. So now they kind of got like Hollywood to kind of bridge that gap. But Hollywood, I feel like, is just, like, another speedy boy. And I feel like DeAndre Hopkins is, like, also kind of a speedy boy. I guess he's, like, yeah. bigger. But I don't know. I'm, I th- I still think the cards are phonies. But, you know, DeAndre doing drugs. Don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> that's the lesson here. Yeah, that's that's it. That's it. Um, um, I, I think it's, like, Hopkins to me feels more – I mean, uh, not Hopkins – Hollywood Brown's deal, just to, I was just thinking about uh, Christian Kirk because, like, he's a former um, Arizona Cardinal. And now with Jacksonville, with the $72 million, like, four-year deal that started this whole crazy wide receiver market, because, like, how is he getting that much money? It's fucking <laughs> insane. Um, but Hollywood Brown feels more, like, closer to that kind of player. So maybe it's just, like, the deal in this kind of market for a first round makes more sense. So I was just thinking about that again, and maybe maybe it's like okay, and I'm I'm being a little down on on Brown, but um, I don't know that he fills Hopkins' shoes while he's away, because I don't know if like 
and maybe I'm wrong. I gotta look at stats when I make an accusation. Like no, that. let's let's make accusations Cardinals... blindly. <laughs> I don't know that the Cardinals are like a super high fly offense necessarily either. Like I don't really feel like enthused um, with that offense. Like that's not. I don't really like Hopkins. Like he's not a player I'd take even if he wasn't, unless it like fell at the right spot. He's not like a target for me, you know. Mm. But I often don't pick like number one wide receivers in the draft. Uh, like I usually pick my wide receivers in like the third or fourth round. After like all the uh, big so guys like, are gone. Yo, but Tyree Kill carried yeah, you that one up. year. How did I even get him? I don't. Oh, I think it auto drafted. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I think. No, I don't remember how I got him. Cause was that my league or your league? That was my league. Yeah, I had him and Kelsey. I think it just, it just fe- he just fell to me or something like that. Where I was like, <laughs> how did nobody pick him up yet? Because usually I like to go with running backs and stuff early, and then I've also been mixing in like the early round tight ends in a lot of my drafts in the past few years. So, like, very rarely, like, Devontae Adams I've never even owned. Like, the thoughts never crossed my mind. Because he's always going, like, seventh in the first round. And, yeah, that's or something insane. Like that. And I'm like, I'm not picking a wide receiver out here. Whenever it gets to me at that point, I'm like, there's already six of the good wide receivers, uh, running backs off the board. And I have seven that I think are, like, com- comparable. So I always pick the seventh one at that point instead of going with, like, the big uh the big wide receiver but who knows like i ended up with good ones in the past like i had cooper cup and stuff like that but um mostly it's because people didn't like expect craziness out of him (laughs) so but we'll see just like bobby tree is gonna go off this year oh my god bobby tree is bobby tree is excellent segue brady um because Because Bobby Trees is now the number one wide receiver of the Titans. Because yes, he is. Drumroll. Mario, he always has been. Oh my god. She stay woke, everybody. <laughs> um, because the Titans traded AJ Brown to the Philadelphia Eagles. Which is crazy. Which is crazy. Uh, I remember earlier in the week in Twitter, I saw like Jalen Hurts working out with aj brown i probably reacted like some eyeball emoji and yeah, the, yeah. um the future for sold it it happened uh eagles traded a first round pick and some chump change for aj brown immediately gave him a four-year 57 million guaranteed i think totals about a hundred million dollars that's a lot yeah. of moolah but that's what you got the moolah for is to pay the guys I got yeah, one. And I think he's got four good years in him, so I think it's a good signing. Good. I don't good know if Hertz years. is the guy to utilize him. People are down on Hertz, and I think Hertz is okay and is like underrated, but I don't know if he's going to be like bombing it downfield to AJ Brown, man, as well as like other QBs could. But that's what I was talking with one of my buddies who's an Eagles fan, and he always knocks on Jalen Hertz's arm strength, and it's like I kind of get it. Um, you know, I'm a little this is the like Jalen, we've given you all the pieces. You got a solid line, you got no competition, like nothing's in your head. So like Jalen, this is the year you need to go out and win this job, or like, buddy, thanks for coming out. I think his arm strength's not that bad. I think 
part of the reason that he has maybe that idea with a lot of people is because he's moving when he throws a lot. So mm. um, maybe he doesn't get as much power on it. Like if he's planted, I feel like his arm strength is you know average in the league. But that's being such a run heavy like team, and like they're you know and it should be what AJ Brown's used to because um, the Titans have a lot of uh, <laughs> Titans love running. Uh, uh, play action and stuff, and I feel like this run game in Philadelphia was pretty strong last year with QB and running backs combined. And then if you can throw like the downfield threat of AJ Brown, they can't like crowd the box as much. So you'll have like a lot of ways to open it up um, this season. So he's in a good place to do it i don't know much about the offensive line of the eagles i think they're okay so i don't think it will be a a negative necessarily for him but i don't know if it will be like a super offensive line but that was like you said the year to prove it so i hope he does because i like him a lot um i hope he does or at least i hope he proves it for like one year and then you guys give him a big contract and then he sucks that would be funny that's just like jet luck right there uh disagree <laughs> on the what that would be funny but it would be great if yeah they was... got you ranked as like the fifth best team and i didn't know if it was the nfc only or it was the whole nfl but i saw it and i was like crazy either way i don't think it's like impossible but just my anti-eagles uh brain because of our our rivalry i'm like no nah, they suck oh my god <laughs> um you also have a way of like ruining a good things once in a while the eagles do yeah they so, sure do uh, not a, not as bad as some other teams but you know a little bit of that something about the um about this trade though where i'm a little not super crazy about it is really there, there's okay. one thing there's one thing i have a knock on this is that so aj brown is like it's been confirmed he's keeping his number number 11 Oh god, it's gonna be something stupid. I knew it. It's like you can't have it, have like a. I think the money's a little much. It has to be like uh, when Eleven's worn in Philadelphia I, and it's raining, they never win a game. Something about Let's so the Eagles like the way they do their numbers. It's it's like a serif font, right? Yeah. So it has the tails at the bottom and at the top. Eleven uh, doesn't okay, look okay. as fast when it has the serifs. Like think about like. Julio Jones when he was on Atlanta, where it's just like the straight lines. AJ Brown when he's on Tennessee, it's just like the straight lines. When the one is a little mm-hmm. bit more flushed out and filled out, it just doesn't look as fast. I worry about that. I almost wish he changed his number. Oh, no. But what would be a fast looking number in the serif? In the serif? Ooh. Yeah, what's a fast number? Zeros? No. Sevens? Maybe sevens, but I don't like. I don't want him to be seven. And I, th- I think Alshon Jeffrey was seventeen, but I think seventeen's a good number in this. Like something with a frame, maybe fourteen. You know what I mean? It can't be a rounded one. You're not looking at like sixes and nines. No, no, those are thick fast. numbers. So you want fast numbers. Fives and twos, not gonna. Happen. Fives and twos are a little chonky. I think fourteen would be good, but we probably have like Jalen Rager or like someone useless is holding up fourteen. <laughs> mm. Poor guy. I'll say whatever in any if any like sports game if I create a, a character I'm always number seventy four. That's my go to. Mm. That's my go to is seventy four. Why? So, it, why is that? So there's a couple ways like you can draw your fours right like if you draw your four where it's like you know all like uh, a vertical line or yeah vertical mm-hmm. line and then like the horizontal line connecting the two vertical lines it's like that's fine but if you're doing one mm-hmm. of the fonts where it's like the slanted four you know where it's almost like um. 
you're just holding your pen, you drag it up, you do a diagonal right. down left, and that, the seven and the four, the way that they hit right there, is just like, mwah, chef's kiss. So it's like 74. It's a good number. Okay. I'm a 2-1 I'm a guy. 2-1. Um, yeah. Nick Marcakis dropped the 2-1. It's also Tom Brady's 12, so there's like a little... Ah, a little fun. Too, but not like being the same number. Okay. So, yeah, 2-1. Two, two good old 21. 21. 21. Now we know. Yeah. Okay. It was me. Um, That's all the talk I have about A.J. Brown, like how he goes fast. Last thing, I guess we'll mm-hmm. talk about like the draft itself. Um, let's see. I know who the Eagles did. I know the Jets did good. The Jets got like some good picks, but so this. How do you not do good? You got four hundred. That's picks. the thing. Like, how do you they mess have that up? so many picks. Like when <laughs> you I was had two first, like top tens or something. Yeah, they had like three first round draft picks. The Giants had like two picks back to back at like five and seven. So it's just like. Yo, mark this down, Mario. We'll come back in three years, and all the Jets picks. I'm calling it right now. All the Jets picks are duds. <laughs> I was going to say they're not on the Jets anymore. I feel anymore. safe saying that. Ooh, okay. Put it on the that board. That too. Maybe a player who's better, like they leave the Jets, they do nothing with the Jets, they leave, and then they're good. Like, maybe that happens, but they're going to be duds with the Jets. Put that on the board. We'll have to ca- cash that in in the summer of 2025 if the podcast or even the earth still exists. We will cash that and in. And there's nothing against Wilson on this either. Like, he seems okay. I don't know if he's the answer. He was okay last year. And now he's got another Wilson wide receiver, right? So a Wilson the Wilson connection, always good. It's just they're the Jets. There's some things you can't fight against. And the fact that you're on the Jets, you just like, it overwhelms you. It sucks the good out of you. Makes you start <laughs> running into your own teammates' butts. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I don't know if they can ever be fixed. Oh, they have to change their name. They have to pull a Washington in order to be fixed. Oh my God. I don't know if that's going to fix Washington right now. So, um, what the hell? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's those teams. Um, Eagles, I know about their draft just because they're my team. I know we got two players from Georgia, and Georgia won it all, so that's a good sign. So we're drafting yeah. winners. You want to have winners? Yeah. Um, the I know we got Strange for the Patriots, but, you know. Doctor Strange, new movie Whatever. coming out. Yeah, the guy's got superpowers. Why is everybody so mad about this pick? I don't get it. Eagles signed an undrafted free agent. Um, they signed a couple, but one in particular. He's a quarterback. Uh, first name Carson, so that raised a lot of flags. His name is Carson Strong, Uh-oh. but I just Uh-oh. quarterbacks named Carson aren't really too liked in this town. You know that's that's fair though, because Carson Wentz sounds like he's wincing, like he's like playing nervous. Ooh. Now you got Carson Carson Strong, Strong. Come in and like get the fucking job done. Oh my god! Yeah, I guess that's the draft talk. We also got um, I, I know this about the two really good picks about the Eagles. Like they really like the pick thirteen because it's just like an absolute monster of a defensive tackle. But the knock on him was mm-hmm. like he doesn't play a lot. He played like nineteen percent of third downs for Georgia last year, and it's like that seems low. So that means he plays first and second, and then on third he's like, "Take me out, coach!" Like almost all the time. Yeah, or he's just like winded. That's like what we're taking from that. Yeah, or maybe he's just like doesn't have the stability. I don't know. He's a big boy, so maybe like his ankles can't take it. So that's like that's one thing. Right. And then we got something I saw was like very polarizing on on Twitter. 
a pick 83. We got uh, Nakobe Dean, again from Georgia. He's a linebacker who was like a, a very, like people are calling it a steal of the draft because he never should have fallen. People are saying he fell because he was advised to get soldier shoulder surgery. And he's like, nah, fuck that. And it's like, eh, like, you know, if a doctor tells you get surgery and you say no, eh. Um, it makes sense. It all checks out. So, I don't know. We'll see. But very promising for the Eagles. We still play in the NFC East, so I like our chances. Yeah, that's not, not bad. Although the Giants had a okay draft as well, or a solid draft as well. But they didn't pick up Danny Dimes' um, fifth-year option. Here you go. That's something I just remembered on the fly. Right, and you think that was a misplay? <sighs> I, I just like You're not giving Danny Dimes the confidence when he goes into this year. They, they had three years of Danny Dimes having the confidence and he fucking sucks. Yeah, he does so suck. Was, and this how is much a, more confidence does he want? No, and this is a quarterback draft coming up, so I think it's a good play. It's just damn, damn Danny yeah. Dime. Damn Daniel, some would say. Damn Daniel. He'll end up on some shit team. Great. As like He'll be a, a great backup, backup. With potential to play or what? Tannehill was like bad for a base. Could he be the next Tannehill? Anybody anybody can come back. They just got to there's two things involved in that, because um, all these players were good at one point, right? Like, yeah, good enough to college, get drafted. They're all getting drafted high because they were good at some point. So maybe just one thing clicks at some point in your career and you can turn it all around. But there's a second thing needed for that turnaround, and it's opportunity. And some players get behind. They sign their like Danny Dimes can sign a contract behind Joe Burrow. And Joe Burrow never gets hurt and just plays out the rest of his his next five years. And Danny Dimes is just sitting there the whole time. Yeah. And not needed. Or he could sign a deal behind, like, a team that has some controversy behind it. Maybe you sign in Jacksonville behind Lawrence. And Lawrence sucks for three years. And then they're like, okay, he got hurt this one game. They put in Danny Dimes. You figure it out. And your, your, your fans start being like... Danny Dimes, we're done with Lawrence, you know, at that point. And then he gets an opportunity at the end of a season, turns it around, and they give him the starting job the next year. But that there's so much that goes into it. It's like, okay, they might want to draft a new QB now. It's like, are they going to draft a young gun and try and start him? Or are they going to try and start Danny Dimes to see if maybe he's got something in the tank? So you really have to have, like, a whole lot of opportunity for that shit to work out. That would be electric. I watched that whole tom brady documentary documentary and like seeing them sign drew bledsoe for like a 10-year contract and then like he gets hurt brady plays and does solid but not like even like world igniting and belichick being like we're gonna keep going with brady is like the all-time weirdo play of history but like without that like tom brady probably wouldn't even be a starter at all in his career like he was drafted so late and he was behind a guy who just got a 10-year deal. It's like he could have easily been put back in the toy box and never came out and played ever again, you know? So there's a lot of decisions that go into long careers, and it's not just playing well. So Danny Dimes has to have a few things, I think, happen. And he can help himself by playing crazy this year. Um, so at least he's in the conversation with the Giants next year. And if not, 
he's in the conversation for a team like scrapping together a starter, hopefully. Um, but if he plays just like he has been, he's going to be a backup somewhere outside of this year. So we'll see. We'll see. That's Danny Dimes. Last thing, um, not impromptu, is drumroll Honey Badger to the Saints. Uh, I give a shit about this a little bit because like the Eagles were like projected to maybe get him, which would have been fun. Always fun when your team gets somebody. Because um, the Eagles secondary is kind of booty, so it was kind of nice. It would have been nice to get somebody. So he went to the Saints. Would you rather have gotten him or Brown? Definitely Brown, because like it's offensive. That's more exciting. But yeah, that's true. You know, if I could get both, like you know, <laughs> you gotta start going to games. Start paying those ticket prices. Then. Oh my gosh, I'll be going to a game next year if you want to join me. I'll definitely. I always go to a game every year. Yeah, I go to a game. I'd go. I go to one every year. I'm thinking about going to like more. I've never, never been to Philly. Oh, uh, like to the stadium. I should say it's a good time. The link, it it does good. Like it's a good location, Philadelphia does it right where they have all of their sports things in the same parking lot they have a big ass bar in the middle of that parking lot like they they got it right i uh speaking of philadelphia i learned something new today um from someone i was speaking to i was talking about always sunny in philly yeah and i don't know if you know the episode but the one where charlie's like a mail sorter for a company yeah yeah pepe silvia yes and they opened my eyes to something. They're like, you know, the whole Pepe Silvia like joke behind the name, and I'm like, I don't think so. Like, I don't know. They were saying it's because Charlie, being illiterate, misread Pennsylvania as Pepe Silvia. Oh my so god! They were all just addressed to Pennsylvania, like where they lived, and he was just like, "Who the fuck is Pepe Silvia?" And I'm like, "That is that's really good. Great. I've if, never heard if that. True, that is great. Yeah, I love that. Really opened my eyes." But, no, that's a great one. Yeah, just a little offshoot, some Philly magic for you. No, it's a good time. I'd go to a game. I might try to go to some baseball games this year, being uh, because those are like cheap. I went to a couple Nets. Ga- I went to a Nets game um while the season went on, and I almost went to a playoff mm-hmm. game, but they got swept, and I knew they were gonna get swept, so I didn't yeah, waste the money. That went quick. Yeah, sure <laughs> did. But um, by Boston too. By Boston, can I tell you? Oh my God! And like, I'm watching like broadcast on games three and four, the ones that take place in Brooklyn, and mm-hmm. like you're just watching the crowd. You're seeing green. You're hearing Boston fans chant, and it's just like Brooklyn soft. Oh. Brooklyn soft fans. I'll I'll say that they seem defeated already. They're soft. Like not even just the fan. I don't know about the fans. I can't really relate to that, but. Brooklyn, like the players were just like, I don't even want to. Soft. And like this guy hasn't been playing. He wouldn't get a shot to play either. Like, obviously, like it's not their priority. Like, they have, you know, they have other lives. And I think it's perfectly fine if you're like, I'm just going to play basketball as well as I can when I'm there. And when I'm not there, I don't give a shit about it. And I'm not going to change my life to fit basketball. And cool. But like, I I respect that. If that's who you are, that's fine. But like these guys just didn't seem like they even wanted to win. They they didn't want to go to the next round. They couldn't they, give they, a they were shit. Like, I'm good for this season. They yeah, they checked out. So uh, I don't know. I'm gonna hop on the bandwagon. Season tickets are available, but they're like so expensive. Mario, stop buying stuff, bad boy. I know. Wouldn't it be cool to like save money? But at the same time, it's like how fun is it to be a season <laughs> ticket holder? 
for the Nets, probably not that fun. Probably not that fun, it's right? Nice, nice stadium, though. But uh, who's the bandwagon? You're saying I'm jumping on the bandwagon. Who's your bandwagon? Who's the bandwagon team? As someone who doesn't do NBA, I'm hopping on the Nets bandwagon, but they're kind of ass. Um, but let's see, like who's? Oh, they're still around, huh? No, they're out. They're out. Um, oh, okay. I'm just like already thinking about next that year. Um, but. Wait, yeah, that's who we're talking about. I'm like, what do, what do you... No, who's... You were like... I thought you meant you were jumping on the bandwagon for uh, for the playoffs. Who are you rooting for? Oh, nah, I mean... Is that not what you were talking about? No, no, I'm, I'm just talking about... I'm hopping on the ah. Nets bandwagon. I mean, I did buy a Kevin Durant jersey as soon as he went to Brooklyn, because I love Kevin Durant. <laughs> I, I love the hardest road. I think it... True, I think when I talk to people about the hardest road, like... They're like, it's ironic mm-hmm. and all this shit. It's like, no, it really was the hardest road. It was about mental health. It was about staying woke. Kevin Love got, like, cheered for his heroics on mental health. But Kevin Durant's getting slandered. Mm-hmm. Um, gotcha. All sorts of nonsense. So I'm still hopping on the hardest road. Why do people hate that? Because they're like, oh, God, to be seven feet tall and a gifted athlete. Oh, hardest road. So, is that what people's thoughts are? So the, the big spin on the hardest road is, so he was in, he was in OKC. Um, mm-hmm. and they were up three to one on the Warriors in the semifinals, mm-hmm. and then they lost. That like the Warriors came back from down three to one. Warriors won it all. So Kevin Durant in the free agency just signs with the team that just beat him, and ended up winning right, it yeah, all. I remember that. So that's where they're like, yeah, they're yeah. like, it's not the hardest road. You just joined champions. Like there's nothing hard about that. Like you didn't have to like. Uh. You know, it's not difficult for you to win. Like, if Tom Brady didn't go to... If Tom Brady was like, yo, this was fun, I'm going to now take my talents to, like, Jacksonville. It's like, that's a very hard road. But if he goes to a team, right. you know, if he's like, hey, sit down, Mahomes. Or, like, even when he went to Tampa, it's like, this like team has everything. San Francisco. Yeah. Ah, uh, Tampa was... Tampa's defense still wasn't there the year. San Francisco's like a better example. Run over, but San Francisco was like, we're getting there with basically in spite of QB. That's a much better example. So it's like if he just went there and he was like, "Yo, guys, I'm doing the hardest road. I'm going back to where I grew up as a child, to my like childhood right. team, to a team that's a quarterback away." And they like, you know, Brady, we're happy for you, but this isn't the hardest road, like, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where the whole I thing came so. from. This. Yeah, if he joined the Eagles, that would be the hardest. If he joined no, the Eagles, honestly, if, I think it, I think even more than Jacksonville. If he joined the Jets, that's the hardest. Oh my god, that'd be electric, though. <laughs> would it be electric? <laughs> I'd see him play probably. Let's see. Although the Meadowlands, I hate going to. No, the Meadowlands sucks going to. But I'm sure. Honestly, in my head, I'd rather drive to Pennsylvania than go to the Meadowlands, like to see a football game. Even though it's like an eight-hour trip or something. It's, no, it's, it's like two like, hours. It's like two hours. Really? Yeah. For, uh, maybe I'm thinking Pittsburgh. For, I know Pittsburgh's far as fuck. Okay, that's what I'm thinking. Pittsburgh. I thought Philly was the further out. Nah, Pitt, Philly's close. Philly's like two hours from here. It's nice. From maybe you and Queens. This is going to take me still three or four. <laughs> when I used to drive from where I'm at in Long Island, it'd only take us like... Because my buddy would drive from Massachusetts, which that's would take crazy. four hours. And then from me to Pe- Philly yeah. is like two hours. Because it's just like right yeah, next to Jersey. Two, it's like two hours to get to MetLife for me. Yeah, it, it kind of... It's it's basically like the same. You just drive past MetLife. Oh, I'd much rather go there because I've never been there. It's a good time. Philly is a good time. Just... No. There was one time I went to MetLife where... I went to a bar out east. I forgot the name of it. I'll have to find it. 
where I think it's like out east Long Island. Yeah, Long Island, Strong Island. Oh, um, where it was like fifty bucks a seat on a bus, and then when you're on the bus, they just like pass around coolers of cheap beer, you know, like Miller Lights, Coors yep. Light, whatever. When you get to the arena. They set up a tailgate with like you know burgers, dogs, chips, like basic nice. stuff. That sounds. And then fun. they drive you home. I, the only bad part is you're hanging out with people you don't know. If you could stock that bus with all your buddies, it's like. Hey, I mean, fifty bucks a, a seat. Maybe they give you a group deal if you like get enough people. But I, I mean, I want me and my dad, so it's like you know we we were just we had each other. But you're right, you know, you got a couple people, even right. you, even like four people. I'm sure that's a fun enough time. And you don't. Yeah, it's not bad to be with other people. It's just like there's a little more maintenance involved, right? You gotta like be like, hey, you know, you're doing a little bit more schmoozing. Yeah, yeah. Instead of just being like, let's get fucked and enjoy this. You're yeah, like, oh. I mean, they're all. I mean, it, it could be much more fun with people. It could be much less fun with people. So, especially as a Patriot fan, I'm not gonna find a bus that really likes me. I don't. Think. Yeah, <laughs> I went to Eagles Giants, and I'll say I think there was like a couple Eagles fans and mostly yeah. Giants, but it's yeah. like you know. You know, everybody's just like having fun, giving shit, and it's like it was one of the years where both the teams were bad, so it's not like um, it's different if both the teams are super competitive, and it's like oh shit, but right. if everybody's bad, and also like you're starting at when everybody's sober coming in for the most part, so like everybody's at a base level, and you're not like looking to be like we fucking rule and you guys suck, like you're not starting anything, mm -hmm. so. The people grow in their drunk next to you so they don't go right for your throat. And everybody's, like, sleepy on the way home because everyone's, like, you know, everybody's, like, had so many True. beers that they're just, like, done. They're chilling. Right, right. Yeah, that sounds like a good time. Hmm. So. I, I only went to MetLife and saw the Patriots play one time against the Jets. And some lady screamed that when our lineman got hurt, she was like, I hope you never play again. And I was like, what? He's a lineman. <laughs> he didn't hurt anybody. <laughs> I just can't get behind, like, the crazy. Like, if I ever got in a fight with someone at a sport game, it would be because the, the guy was annoying and I want to fight him. I would never be like. Your shirt's different than my shirt. Boom. Yeah. Like, uppercut. I could never get that that invested it just would never happen oh my gosh well that's our show that was uh us talking about the draft, the draft and then us talking nonsense for 10 minutes patriots drafted some people they got that strange guy i love you know beef up my offensive line beef up my defensive line send it who needs who needs star players that's what i say let's just send <laughs> it and see what we got next year oh my god um, that's it protect yeah. you gotta protect Mac Jones protect Mac Jones he's gotta throw to fucking Devontae Parker and Jacoby Myers we're just stacked what can I Nelson say? Aguilar honestly I look at the rest of the true I look at the rest of the fucking AFC and I'm like I don't even know if we should invest money in this year <laughs> like, <laughs> holy shit no shame in an off year it's crazy yo can we switch Yo, let us switch with the Eagles. You guys are ready to go. You got A.J. Brown now. Oh, my God. Can't wait. Should be a good time. But, wow, that's it. That's our show. Thanks, everybody. Be sure to like, subscribe, slam that bell. Follow us on Twitter at NotACompPodcast. Um, we're going to be tweeting about Eurovision, live tweeting it at 4 a.m., whatever it is. Um, yep. It's not at 4 a.m., at 3 p.m. 3 a.m. 3 p.m. 3 p.m. 
Eastern time, adjust it to your local time zone. Or I think when you listen to this podcast back, I'm pretty sure I automatically get adjusted. I think that's how Spotify and all those websites work. Just censors your the words coming out of your mouth. <laughs> That'd be terrifying. Um, yeah, you're just like three a.m. and it's like five p.m. if that's their local time. <laughs> Crazy. All right, everybody. Thanks for coming out. Eat your veggies, kids. Peace. Don't. It's a scam.